0: Hello. Hello. This is the Vancouver Weather State Podcast.
1: And welcome back to Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Scalina. And I'm your other host, Matt Scalina. And today we've got an excellent episode for you. Yeah, we
0: always do. We always do
1: we've got six ways to improve your house, kind of long-term things that you can do if you want to add value over time, right? right? So this isn't necessarily for the person that's going to be listing next week, but if you're thinking about, you know, maybe we'll be here for three to five years and over the course of that time, we're going to be making improvements. What are the six ways you can add more value and make your home more appealing when you go to sell?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's going to improve your quality of life, make you feel happy,
1: For sure. But first of all, we were in Real Estate Weekly. We were on a radio station called Roundhouse Radio, 98.3.
0: Yeah, on a Um, show called Real Estate Therapist. Uh, Joanna Connolly was was good enough to have both of us on. Um, Yeah, so we were down there on a Saturday morning fielding calls answering emails, a uh, lot of fun, and an article came out of it.
1: Yeah, an article. So so it is, uh, it is a I think it's a, a true reflection of, of what we said. but We it, weren't misquoted. Uh, we weren't misquoted, but I think it, it's an article that took a few lines kind of maybe out of the broader context of what we were getting at. So we just wanted to address it. A few people had sent it in to us um, asking, you know, is this really how you feel?
0: Um, the headline, the headline was local agents say now is best time to buy Vancouver real estate in at least two years, which I think is true, right? Yeah. yeah. So in the, and I guess the, it was splat, it felt a little splashy to me, but, uh, I think that's, that's, is what we said on the, on the real estate therapist. Sure. Yeah. So, but what I think, at least
1: I, I can't speak for you, Matt, but what I, what I wanted to say is... You know, to pull back a bit. This doesn't mean that it's going to be the best time to buy moving forward. We've had a lot of people saying, "Well, right now, slow." This is this is um, agents saying, "You know, keep the market moving, jump in," which is not what we we're trying to say. What, no. what what I think we're trying to say is, if the sales volume goes down, there might be better t- opportunities to buy. Some people think that could be in the fall. Some people think it could be early next year. There's Some people of-
0: think it was a week ago and it's already starting heat up again so
1: exactly so everybody has an opinion um what we were saying and which i think we still stand by is that right now compared to the last two years of frenzied buying it is no question we're seeing opportunities out there we're yeah. seeing sellers that are in precarious positions where everybody a lot of buyers have moved to the sidelines there's sales volume has definitely come down mm-hmm. especially and, in
0: the single family uh, home sure but sure and across the board i would say that's accurate for sure Exactly.
1: And so what we're seeing then is is an opportunity for buyers to have a little bit more time to not necessarily rush through with a subject-free offer and negotiate a good deal, right?
0: Right. right. Well, I think in in the broader context, we have to think of it in this way. In the, For the last year and a half, two years, you're in a bidding war you win that bidding war by potentially paying five to 10% more than what the market suggests a property's worth right. with the uh, working on the assumption that the property value is going to increase, which it has been doing right, right now. I think there's a lot of people that have shifted to the opposite uh, side of that equation that with a little bit of patience. So I was in a multiple offers. This is not to say there isn't or multiple offer situations happening all the time uh i was in one on monday i was in one on tuesday this week and we're talking you know we're in
1: what what prop can you talk a little bit about what, i can't we properties? were we
0: were talking about this before yeah these are sing uh one bedroom condos in yeah. a, the olympic village downtown area so still a very active price band one bedroom condos it definitely and they and and you know the the person who purchased this Olympic Village condo last night, I know had lost out on apparently 10 properties. Wow. So they blew it out of the water. They were very frustrated. They would be, in my mind, uh, they started before this tax was implemented, before this market shift has uh, been occurring, and they were afraid of of missing out on one more, and they were just sick of the process. But what I would say is is that if I was a buyer right now, I would be looking at, at those situations, you know, multiple offer with five six offers potentially pulling back from that and looking at the properties that are sitting a week or two and that's where there's going to be potentially nervous sellers rightly or wrongly and also people who have seen massive uh, increases in the price of their homes over the last year Mm -hmm. so if you're if you're If your two bedroom is up 30% or 35%, um, and you've bought another property, you might say, you know what? I'm fine. Let's yeah, that's not, that's five, $10,000 less than I wanted out of this or expected, but uh, let's move on. I still have done very well in this condo. And those are the people as buyers right now, I think, um, I would be targeting.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely certain segments of the market as well. And I think we talked about this on the radio show this past week, but, um, you know, North Vancouver detached market. Um, Obviously in Vancouver, the detached market is slow on the West side, on the East side, a lot slower than it has been. Um, Richmond is slow. There's a lot of areas in greater Vancouver now in the detached market where we're we're seeing a shift, a a major shift, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Where houses that would have sold in Mark in multiple offers um, only two, three months ago are now sitting
0: for weeks, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which, and, you know, who knows what's, uh, what's going to happen. But uh, that was, I think, our point. And is that's that, yeah. the article kind of came out of it, is that uh, who knows what October, November holds. But one thing's for sure, right now, it's a better time to be a buyer than it has been in a long time
1: exactly so moving on then um let's talk about the six things that we can do or that people can do to improve the livability and the value of their of their house overall so what would be number one matt
0: so number one in my mind is uh if you're looking to do any type of renovation or upgrade is to focus on your kitchen obvious points is you spend a Lot of time, potentially the most time in your house is spent in the kitchen area, especially at a party. <laughs> so you spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Um, people that are out looking for properties, that's a the key consideration is is uh, cupboard space, counter space. You want uh, a beautiful light. kitchen. You want it. You want a nice kitchen. So I would say, uh, if I was to focus on one thing, it would be the kitchen. Sure.
1: So you can obviously do a kitchen overhaul. Um, that's not necessarily what we're what we're advising to do because there, there's a lot of kind of smaller ways changes that you can can make in the kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah. Um one thing is if you are gonna do a major overhaul, definitely do it to your own taste. And yeah. but but if you are thinking about resale You want to make neutral choices, right? You want to make choices that are on trend. You want to make choices that aren't super polarizing. Mm -hmm. The point is to appeal to the broadest audience, right? So uh, maybe think twice before you do the uh, the the bright bright flash, flash. (laughs) or the bright red (laughs) uh, cabinets, right? I mean, things that some people are going to say, "Oh, that's really that's really trendy," or or whatever. Other people are going to say.
0: I can't stand this. I can't even believe somebody would do this. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, yeah, so keep it fairly neutral, and uh, you know that, that means that you're gonna you're gonna potentially enjoy it, but your guests are probably gonna enjoy it even more.
1: And if you're if you're thinking about doing some small changes, um, one thing you can do that that just to make your an older kitchen, maybe in a 70s or an 80s kitchen, feel a bit more modern is is to change the hardware on the cabinetry
0: it's amazing how something is as simple and, and cheap as right. as changing out the the hardware really uh updates and, and makes the place feel a lot more modern for sure
1: um also lighting so you know i always a big huge change in in homes and that we'd advise our sellers often to to do this is to get rid of cheap looking light fixtures yeah and get rid of dated light fixtures. So if you have track lighting in your kitchen that when you look at it, you think, geez that looks like it was installed in the 1980s it's it's ugly it's not appealing change that out get something more modern it doesn't mean that you have to do recessed lighting in your kitchen yeah. it just means get something a bit more on trend it's not expensive to get an electrician in to change that out or to do it yourself yeah if you trust yourself and uh also light light fixtures like if you go to in vancouver i mean north burnaby norburn or vancouver lighting or there's a lot of different places you can go that have very trendy light fixtures um, at a very reasonable cost.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's it's slightly more expensive than say the changing of the hardware, but but not much. I no, mean, for for and the
1: change the amount of the drastic difference yeah. it creates, right? in in, in how the, the the property shows. Yeah. Also, plumbing fixtures. If you have kind of run of the mill spec developer spec type plumbing fixtures, maybe something to do would be to get something a bit more modern. Uh, and it, and it would go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. It always does. Okay. Uh, So how about number
0: two, Matt? Number two, uh, another, uh, room that's used quite a bit, uh, in the, in your house, the bathroom. The bathroom. Yeah.
1: So things you can do again, of course you can always do the big overhaul in your bathroom, um, one thing that I always uh, tell people is, if you're changing out the flooring in the bathroom, spend the extra 500 bucks or whatever it is. It's not a lot of money to get in-floor radiant heating, and that's typically new heat. Yeah, um, but it's it's very inexpensive, and just even people. And it's such
0: an attractive feature for people, is. right? I mean, it's if, first of all, it's going to make your uh, your world better. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. And and second of all, it's one of those you know just it, it, uh, it suggests luxury in a, exactly. in a way that um, that the cost doesn't equate how happy people are to hear that there's in floor heating. Right, right, right. So if you are
1: doing a huge overhaul, I mean that would be an obvious choice. Again, go with neutral neutral decisions. Um, but what are about some smaller ones?
0: Yeah, I mean well, it's very very similar to. Uh, to the kitchen in that, you know, stuff like changing out the fixtures, making it feel a little more modern. Uh, if you're now, I would say, suggest regrouting, you know, fairly regularly, but especially if you're, there's nothing worse. Um, if you're, if you're going to list your property, I think people, it's amazing how often eyes go to the, to the grout and, the uh, potential buyers are saying, Oh, I got to do that. Yeah. That's going to be day one, you know? And
1: it's almost like the grout is a reflection of how
0: you live and treat the home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, that's exactly it, right? It's like, it's, it's something that, um, screams out to be noticed and it's not a positive so so little things like that i think in the bathroom you know go a long way
1: two small things that and i've done this in renovations over the years but changing the vanity in the bathroom is a cheap way well not always cheap depending what you decide to do in terms of the, the the countertop and everything else but Um, changing the vanity is, is, is not a huge cost and it, it makes a world of difference. Well,
0: and especially when you go to, you know, we see, we walk through a lot of properties on the market and they'll, and it will say renovated bathroom and you walk in and got to Mm -hmm. the new vanity there where you're like, oh, sure. So that's and an ikea mirror yeah exactly oh okay that's uh but
1: you know what though for savvy people that are going to be able to look and realize that the tub has maybe been reglazed or or that that tile wasn't changed out when the vanity was changed out or you know something along those lines people some people are going to pick up on it some people are going to look and say this looks great awesome yeah yeah Yeah. and it's so it's a very cost-effective way to make your bathroom and you know what and it will improve the livability of your bathroom anyways for right? sure i mean it makes sure. you feel like you have a newer space so yeah
0: so what's uh number three on the on the six six uh, best ways to improve value to your home list here adam
1: Um, So adding livable space. So what do we mean by livable space? So Vancouver in a city where, um, you know, for condos, townhomes, you're spending almost $1,000 a foot if you're in the downtown or immediate surrounding areas. Um, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of almost every square foot in yeah. your property. Yeah. So to start off, I mean, people, what everyone should do is honestly walk through their space and it doesn't matter if you have 500 square feet or if you have 5,000 square feet, but you want to walk through and say, am I making the most out of each room in my in my home? Right. A couple examples might be like the backyard. So a properly landscaped backyard with maybe a usable fire pit or um, building a deck, nice deck. Yeah, a, a deck w- is is a huge one, right? Because it's where, especially if you have um, off the back of your house, an area where you can do French doors, or or sliding doors, where it basically it makes an extension of your of your living space,
0: right? right. Well, and it's such a, and, and that is, um, you know, it, we're talking primarily for single family homes here, of course. Right. But I mean, it is all the rage and it's in coming up with new, uh, in new condo developments as well right now, sure. like Concord Brentwood has the sliding doors that open onto the balcony that, you know, it's basically the outdoor space is an extension of the indoor space and it's very attractive. People love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, the idea of the French doors, uh, onto a, a nice deck is, uh, yeah, is it, is is a great one right now.
1: And the other thing would be like for con people living in condos or townhomes, something as easy as as looking at your storage room. Maybe you're using it as a pantry, maybe you need it for storage, but if you don't and you have other storage fixes, you you could think about turning that storage room into an office as well, you mm-hmm. know, built-in shelving, built-in desk or even in in if you have a very large bedroom, perhaps doing in a, a custom office space in the bedroom as well, right? Right.
0: right and 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 then obviously when when you go to list, and we've made this point a million times, but uh, you don't want that flex or 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 den or office space stacked with boxes you want to you want to illustrate um, the the potential use especially when square footage is is uh, in high demand here in the, sure in the lower mainland
1: and if you are using it as storage you want it to be organized storage right so even storage has to be
0: used correctly right mm-hmm. you need to make the best use of of a storage space yeah
1: okay so number
0: four matt number four uh and this is a single family home tip but obviously improve uh, curb appeal.
1: So curb appeal.
0: Yeah. This is, yeah. and, And if you're on your
1: strata, I mean, it's important to bring up, most stratas will have in them the operating budget Uh, a program to kind of keep up curb appeal you hope um and that includes for strata obviously that's the exterior of the building but it also is the inside hallways and lobbies yeah Yeah.
0: it's amazing you know when you walk into some building like 120 milros for instance that boza building on northeast falls creek right and they have this fantastic lobby uh and it just feels so classy and elegant right a- and um and then there's other buildings where you know the carpet's bunched up, and uh you're just thinking, man, if you know it, it wouldn't be that expensive um so but that's of course a strata issue a little bit uh that's a little bit harder to get done, but if you're in a single family home Adam? well, well, even just, to, just
1: further to your comment about. About condos, it, you know, there was a there was a place that was on the market. It was a few years back. Somebody had went to the West End to an old '70s building and done an extensive, extensive renovation. Like spent like north of 150k on mm. on uh, on. I think it was like a, a a small two bedroom, but just stunning what they did. Um, and that's market value. Maybe they had the labor covered or whatever. Yeah, um, materials. Maybe it was like sixty, seventy thousand dollars. But, but in expensive rent- inexpensive, inexpensive rental nonetheless. The issue was that the building was one of those old buildings where you could smell cigarettes and kind of mildew when you walked in. It had the original carpets, light fixtures. And they had such a tough time selling this unit. Well, getting their money back, right? That's the thing. I mean, you have to walk. You know, you can't. You can't overlook the fact that people don't want to walk through an old dilapidated
0: building to get to their beautiful renovated unit, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, so, there's nothing worse than being the nicest unit in a crap building.
1: So, um, some, some of the, uh, for, for houses, um, some small things, uh, and we've, we've advised our clients over the years to do this. Um, painting the outside can be can be something. Uh, it can get quite expensive though. So yeah. if it's uh, if you do have a fairly neutral color to your house, then maybe it's something you can avoid. But if it's longer term, it might make sense. I'm um, changing out a mailbox. Uh, there's all these trendy mailboxes now that you can get. Um, that that can add, or even just doing kind of contemporary house numbers. Yeah. Um, on the
0: exterior. But again, these are quite very cheap, inexpensive cheap, way to inexpensive do it. Inexpensive ways yeah. to. Improve curb appeal, I should say.
1: Painting a door, um, a lot of people will paint a door like a, a bold color, which uh, which can you know make a house stand out. Um, be careful about the the colors that you choose make sure that it obviously um, complements the existing color of the house other things you can do is uh, right now it's very popular for newer homes soffit lighting mm-hmm. um, so the house shows incredibly well at night landscaping is is critical yeah um, so lots of flowers in the yard and if you are selling you know we've said this before but hanging baskets are your friend on the exterior uh, of the house on your deck yeah. as ma- as many flowers uh, nobody re- there's very few people don't like flowers um so as long as you have <laughs> it, it, spend a little bit of money just making sure that that your place looks like it's uh, lush green
0: right beautiful right. so all right so the, up next we're uh, on to number five number five Uh, And we've kind of spoken to this, but I think it's just as a general rule.
1: Number five, overall, make your home
0: contemporary. Yeah. So what we mean by that is if there's uh,
1: stipple ceilings or or popcorn ceilings, smooth them out. Yeah. I know it's dirty work and it it can be pretty costly, but it makes it look so much more modern. That would be something kind of more long-term. Flooring, like if someone has carpet, mat.
0: Yeah. I mean, flooring now is, it's almost across the board unanimous. No one wants carpet. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, but really, especially I think with the increase in allergies, if 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 the person buying it doesn't have an allergy, potentially their kid or or friend or or whoever does, right? Um, and with dust and, and and pets and everything else, carpet is just you know, not it's not aesthetically pleasing. It's also uh, functionally a little bit uh, problematic for a lot of people out there. So what I would say is, um, you know, vinyl laminate uh engineered hardwood it's all Um, better than carpet it's all it's all better than carpet (laughs) and it's not it's yeah it's um you know it's one of those things that is uh it's not the cheapest but it's definitely not uh if for the for the improvement it provides it's uh it's not all that expensive you can get away with it pretty cheap
1: sure and the one thing i would also say having made this mistake myself in the past and talking to a lot of people have done this as well if you're going with a dark flooring dark flooring is is beautiful Two things to note. One is it will make the space feel smaller. Mm -hmm. So if you're in 500 square feet, maybe going with dark flooring is is not the choice. Yeah. Um, Second of all, though, is that dark flooring shows everything. Dust, scratches. We're in a place right now with dark flooring, and I'm just looking at the ground, and, and it's been recently swept, and it's still... Uh, yeah, it looks like a dog's breakfast. Uh, so. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you have a cat, and uh, yeah, you can see the the claw marks. Uh, Absolutely, fairly, fairly easily when when the sun's shining, which is
1: uh, not a good thing. No, what I can tell you is uh, the new flooring that we've chosen for the for the next house is is light. It's light oak. It's basically like a white oak, and uh, I think we're gonna be a lot happier with that. Uh it's also in a city where it's often we don't get a lot of sunlight. Yeah. You want light is is nice. Light and airy is good for our city. Yeah,
0: light and airy and that that's almost a across the board and yeah. and I would say if any sort of changes, that's one thing to be considering for for any change you're making is how how is this going to uh, brighten the place up? Help us avoid our seasonal depression.
1: Yeah. And the only other thing I'll say about making your home contemporary is obviously open spaces are very popular right now. So if there's a non-load bearing wall that that might be separating uh, a kitchen that seems easy enough to remove, something like that can really add value to have yeah. the space wide open, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, it, and it's a relatively, usually a relatively inexpensive uh, fix.
0: And last know. but not least, finish the house. And what we mean by that is uh, if you have uh, square footage that's not being used or is finished for use, uh, you're going to want to finish that. So an example, you're thinking of selling in three to five years, you have a basement uh, that's unfinished, and you know you use it for nothing more than keeping your bikes and and boxes down there uh, full of old stuff you might want to consider finishing that and the reason is of course any potential buyer is going to come through and see that as hey we're buying a headache of the headache the future headache of finishing this this basement or they're looking at it saying we're buying this square footage that is not uh, actually usable at this moment right right and, and- the same could be said for the attic, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going to want to, if you can dormer the attic and potentially make uh, a bedroom or, or an office space, uh, you know, that's fantastic. That that bodes really well for the property when you go to sell. Uh, or potentially, if you have unusable attic space, you know, uh, vault out those ceilings. Uh, I love that idea. Yeah, that,
1: that idea of adding new character to existing rooms. Like, so the master bedroom... If it's on the top floor, perhaps vault the ceiling and give yourself that much more space. You know, even if it is just airspace, right? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, and, and it goes, speaks to this larger point about bright and airy kind of feel. I mean, that's there's ceiling height matters and it's uh, it's very attractive to potential buyers. So that's a great idea. Yeah. So
1: um, another thing that we haven't covered, but I'm seeing it more and more in Vancouver, just obviously because of affordability, but people are making use of Uh, storage areas like say under their, their deck's um, in the detached market at least where you're seeing maybe um, an area that it, it was outside but it, it has a roof and so what they're doing is they're closing it in with drywall vapor barrier everything else and putting down either concrete or some kind of a, a laminate flooring and actually using it for an office or a gym yeah um, obviously these are uh, these are things that might not be approved by the city so you'd have to check and just make that decision if you're going to Apply for permits or not, we're advising you always you know, you should get your permits. Yeah. But we are seeing that happen. Um so I mean just being kind of creative and, and figuring out how to how to add extra square footage wherever you can. And you know what? Even if you don't use it, the next party that might buy your house well, likely yeah. will.
0: Yeah. That's uh any any of these changes I'd be thinking at least in part as to uh As to how somebody in the future is going to be viewing your property, for sure. Perfect.
1: So there's six things that you can do to add value to your home. So yeah, anyway, Adam, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, You can try me at 778-866-4574 or adam at scalinarealestate.com. And Matt? You can get a hold of me at
0: 778-847-2854 or at matt at scalinarealestate.com. And the nonpartisan line? Yeah, info at scalinarealestate.com. And
1: another thing we'll just mention quickly is if you haven't liked our Facebook page, uh, please do. We're going to be updating the podcasts on the page. We're trying to engage people. So if you have an idea for a show, feel free to share it, yeah, our, we'd love our, to hear uh, it. on our Facebook page um, and keep the reviews coming. We love to read them. And uh, again, they, they do help our standing on iTunes and, and Google Play. So we really appreciate that. And um, yeah, have a great
0: week. Yeah. Speak to you guys soon.
1: You guys with faces for radio. Subscribe today.